0: everyone welcome to seek go create this is going to be a special episode this is releasing right before christmas on uh during the year 2020 and so i'm not sure when you're listening to it you might be listening to it the week of christmas or the week after or even into 2021 but i have my wife glory and we're going to just have a discussion about the year that was 2020 some of the things we're doing to prepare as we head into 2021 maybe just a little family conversation about what we do and have done for the holidays how that's being shifted and reset with the way we live and all that's happening so anyway welcome everyone depending on where and when you're listening happy holidays to you blessings during this holiday time of year we're actually recording this in late november so we're not quite Christmas up, but if you're watching the video, we actually have a little bit of decorations here in the RV, and we got a lot of equipment going on between <laughs> us here, don't we, Glory? Uh,
1: a lot, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, Glory, I'm glad we were able to do this episode. Welcome to SeatGo Go Create.
1: Thank you. It's good to be back.
0: Yeah, we did one a while back, mm-hmm. didn't we? And it's one of our more popular episodes. I wish I could get you on more often. <laughs> Anyway, well, let's uh, let's get started and just have a discussion about the uh, the year that was 2020.
1: Do we have to? No. <laughs> I think a lot of us just want to forget about it.
0: You know, uh, I, I do think a lot of people want to forget about it. I mean, we've had years during the course of our lives that we probably would rather not think about, but kind of the farther we get from those years they probably were more significant and better for us than we would care to admit. Do you think this year is going to be that way?
1: Well, I mean, this year for our family, uh, 2020 brought us a great blessing in that our first grandchild was born um, March 8th, uh, February 8th, sorry, February 8th. And um, so that will be a beautiful memory that we'll have for our family, despite, you know, a lot of the other... Challenges that this year has brought. Um, it also brought um, what would have been a challenge for me up front in um, leaving a corporate job, but has, I believe, is really just blooming into this beautiful blessing of allowing me to finally do some of the things I've always wanted to do. Instead of just supporting other people, because I've run a lot of operations and um, supported a lot of people over the years and companies. And now I'm kind of doing some things for for me that I that I believe that the Lord has called me to do. So let's
0: let's talk about that for just a second. And uh, as we headed into 2020 and the year got started and this is this might be beneficial for people here. It may not. I actually think it will be. You had a corporate position that was extremely well-paying, had some stress and pressure. The company mm-hmm. was going through lots of stuff, downsizing, trying to get their footing and identify what their vision and purpose was. And, and you enjoyed portions of that, but there are portions of it that you didn't, just like anything that we do. But um, talk a little bit about the transition as you headed into the year. As you headed into the beginning of the year, kind of leaving that, what it did for your your ego, your mindset, your identity, your pocketbook. I mean, there are a lot of things that changed with that transition.
1: Right. Uh, well, last fall, I actually had, you and I had discussed me just leaving um, because um, life at this particular company had gotten quite toxic, I guess, and not enjoyable. Um, the the two men that I had worked for that I truly enjoyed working for had both left the company. And, um, so I was getting a little bit bounced around. And so I was kind of thinking about maybe leaving, but then come January and February, about a third of the company ended up being let go, which, you know, it, at first you can think, oh, wow, I, I was let go. But I know, you know, it didn't have anything to do with my performance at all. Um, They just couldn't keep that many people on. And because my executives had left and I didn't really have new executives that had taken their place yet, there just wasn't a lot for me to do. So as far as, um, you know, the ego.
0: You know, you don't really have the kind of ego like I would be considered. So, so. Maybe I didn't ask that right, but just identity might be a better word.
1: Well, yeah, a little bit in that. But again, it happened all right around when Addery was born, our granddaughter. And so I was actually able just to help our daughter, which was right when all the shutdown happened. So I was the one that could go to the grocery store for her and do those kind of things and and help sit. So actually, that part turned out okay. I think probably the bigger thing was it was a very uh, well-paying position that I had. And... You know, and it came in every two weeks.
0: Every two weeks. Every that two check weeks. just shows up.
1: Just showed up. <laughs> and you know, our whole lives until the last five years when I've had when I've had that corporate job, we've always lived by faith. I mean, it's been entrepreneurial. We know sometimes we abase, sometimes we abound. It you know, it's not just like clockwork. There's
0: good, good times, there's tough times, there's yeah. time when a boatload yeah. of money comes in and then it crickets for. And a while. And so,
1: you know, I think I might have gotten a little bit more um comfortable with that. And I didn't rely on the Lord as much because I wasn't having to exercise my faith there yeah. because it just came in. But, um, a blessing that you and I, from the, the entire time I had that job, um, and all the work that you've done with clients and things like that, we put a principle in place, of uh, the storehouse principle, which I think you may have already discussed that before.
0: Yeah, we've discussed it on episodes, and your daughter and I discussed it oh, briefly good. on an episode that released just a few weeks because before. Because that really
1: worked well for them, too. Yeah,
0: they've implemented it yeah. very well. So, yeah, we'll may we we'll just mention it here. We won't go yeah. into details. So
1: go back and listen to that one, because it is a principle that um, definitely you should institute in your lives. Because we had put so much money aside that it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to eat? Or how are we going to continue to live If that money is not there and, you know, and the Lord is just blessing us so that we've got more coming in and so it's okay.
0: Plus you live in an RV. That definitely. The overhead's pretty darn low for what we do, correct?
1: Yes. (laughs) Very nice. (laughs) And
0: and we'll get to that in in just a little while, but I I had a question and right before we pushed record, I said, Gloria, you excited about talking to me? She goes, not really. (laughs) And I said, what? She goes, well, I'm afraid you're going to trip me up. It's like when we dance. You always try to do these moves. I try to bust a move that I don't know. You what. want to
1: make sure I'm actually following. I, I, I just want to make sure you're paying
0: attention. And I said, have you ever actually listened to my interviews? I really like the guests to be, you know, edified and just shine a light on them. She goes, yeah, I don't, I don't feel that way, but, <laughs> but I do want to ask, this is a question that I didn't have written down, but. You mentioned that that you and we might have gotten comfortable with that job and that mm-hmm. role you'd been in that paid real well. and And in many ways, it appears as if, as this year finishes up, that society, culture, first world were almost the same way. They mm-hmm. were very comfortable in, you know, January, February of 2020, and then all of a sudden, some things happened. There was a reset. And we're going to talk a little bit about how that impacted us and maybe some others, but do you see any parallels to just how there's this level of comfort and then all of a sudden there's discomfort and you and I've shared before about some things we went through back in 08. So I guess the big question is what, what are some learning things from that role you had? And then what are some things you just rather not go back and do again?
1: Oh, wow, that's a lot of questions altogether. I kind
0: of talked for a while, didn't I, before I got to the question. Okay, Um,
1: so first of all, I'm hoping that the lesson that a lot of people have learned through um, 2020 with the shutdowns and the working from homes and all those kind of things is um, that maybe we need to slow down a little bit. Maybe we were all just going a little too fast. I've heard a lot of people who did major amounts of traveling, you know, if they were speakers or different things like that, and they were on the road a lot. And with the shutdown, they had to stay at home and they've realized, I don't ever want to be on the road like I was before. That was crazy. What was I thinking? And, you know, with kids at home and a lot of people having a homeschool, I know that not everyone is, um, you know, has the bent to do that we homeschooled and I loved it but I know not everybody does but that's that extra interaction that you had with your children I'm hoping that that made you realize gosh maybe I need to have a little bit more interaction with my children than I have been and I know people who had not homeschooled before and this has made them decide we really like this we like our family time and we're gonna homeschool more um I know several families that have decided that so um I guess that's one of the things I'm hoping that we take out of 2020. I think there was a second part of the question about yeah, maybe something I would not well, do. Well, maybe 2020,
0: but let, maybe go back to your work situation. Mm-hmm. What are a, one or two things that you just really loved, other than the money? Let's not talk about money, <laughs> but just that you really loved about that position and role. I could think of some, but I'd love to hear your words. And then I'm going to ask you, what are some things that eh, you kind of would rather not go back and do that again?
1: Right. Um, I loved some of the people that I got to work with. Um, Absolutely loved that. And just a joy to be able to support and be a trusted advisor um, for these gentlemen and help their organizations grow. I love putting systems and processes in place. So I really enjoyed that. I do not like, corporate. I don't like, um, I don't like the executives that are trying to make decisions and they don't even really have a pulse on what's going on down in the company. Um, which you and I have talked a great deal about and, you know, that's one of the things as our companies do grow that we want to make sure we don't just hand the keys over here or there and not continue to have a pulse on what is going on deep down in the organization. Um,
0: You know, one thing I want to plant a seed with you, because we've always known how gifted you are in organizing, task management, you know, creating some order out of chaos. We've always known you were pretty darn good at that. You've done it for all our companies and all of our businesses. We never knew that people actually, well, we sort of did. We just didn't know. I mean, you actually got some accreditations. You got Mm -hmm. some, some some different things. Talk briefly about that before we kind of move on to some other things before we kind of leave that corporate role.
1: Uh, Well, in the positions that I had, I really worked more as a trusted advisor, maybe even a chief of staff type. Type position, and then I also did a lot of project management and program management. And so the certifications you're talking about is that I got my Scrum Master and my Certified Product. So you rug? Are you rugby?
0: Are you a rugby yeah. person now? No.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I know a lot of people like Scrum, huh? And it is a um, within the agile methodology of project management. Um, it is one of the studies within that Scrum, and it is named after the The game. Um, But heavily used within software development, which is what I was in. Um, But Agile can be used in the family situation. And we actually talked a good bit about that on one of the earlier episodes that I did with you. So, again, plugging another episode. Just go back and listen to that one. Um, Because we talk a lot about what those certifications were and how to use them. Yeah, within think, life in general. I
0: think that was the uh, the tail end of the season. I think it was a bonus episode on season three, okay. which released towards the end of 2019 on the ultimate leader. I think we talked about the process and mm-hmm. also, but I, you know, the cool thing about that is that you actually were able to put structure around something that was a talent that you had mm-hmm. And you are an incredibly beautiful and young woman, but you've also been in the business world and worked for a number of years. Right. I think there's significance in recognizing that thirty plus years after someone would have done that. I mean you were out learning new skills
1: I'm always out learn i That's one thing I'm just a lifelong learner I, I love that. I love knowing how things work and so. Yeah. It's just a constant.
0: Well, anyway, so that was that was kind of interesting, yeah. uh, going through that change. Mm-hmm. And I just had a thought about something, and I don't know how well this relates, so let me just kind of mention it. This is not me doing busting a move to try to throw you off, but I know you and I discussed in early January, we had traveled mm-hmm. from Bend, Oregon, to go to Colorado. It was very cold, and we were in Colorado in our RV because we were about to experience the joy of our first grandchild being born, which was awesome. But I recall spending time in prayer early part of January, and I was just a little bit, I don't know, irritable, irritated or whatever, and I was just praying about it. And I feel like the Lord was speaking to me and saying that our daughter Dulcie was not the only one that was going through labor pains. And so I don't know why that came to my mind, but I'm, I guess I'm going to ask you, and this is really something that we had not discussed earlier, so it, it could be throwing you off, mm-hmm. but we'll just let the Holy Spirit maybe speak through here. Is there anything in looking back on the year that we went through a birthing process, not just our daughter with our grandchild, but, but a birthing process, leaving your work or starting something new? I mean, anything like that that comes to mind?
1: oh well yeah definitely um you know leaving the work trying to decide do i want to interview because i had headhunters talking to me about different positions i had people that i worked for before that were you know saying hey this person needs this and i just did not have a comfortable feeling about going back into the corporate that's not what i wanted to do And I knew I was supposed to do something in ministry for women. Um, And then in the midst of all of it, you actually were doing a a podcast interview with a lady out of Canada and uh, her name's Kimberly Malusis. And um, I just, I was sitting in the RV when he was doing the interview and I just loved listening to her. She was just a sweetie. And, and I was like, I think I'm supposed to do something with her. And she has, she is a doTERRA, uh, presidential Diamond, so uh, Terra essential oils, and then she also has written some ministry things, and so I'm thinking, okay, I'm supposed to do ministry, and so we're going to do something in ministry, so for about a week and a half, I kept, you know, just praying about it, Lord, what, you know, and he's like, no, you're supposed to do oils, and I'm like, yeah, no, um, I was supposed to do ministry. I'm sure you just didn't get it right. And for a week and a half, he's like, would you just do the oils? Because I had used essential oils for 15 years, but I had never tried doTERRA oils. So I contacted Kimberly. I'm like, you probably don't get this kind of call every day, but (laughs) I feel like I'm supposed to do something with you with oils. And um, so I started that in what, the very, very, very end of April, beginning of May. And it took me several months. I am just now getting really excited and really comfortable about my systems and my processes in that because I'm a systems process person, so I kind of have to have those things in place to feel comfortable about bringing other people in. And I have seen what those oils do for our family, and so I'm just really excited about that and excited about helping people because when people ask for samples, I literally get to just pray over that and say... Lord, what do they need? And it is, it's ministry along with these gifts of the earth, the oil. So I think God was, I was pregnant with something and I didn't even know I was pregnant with something and I'm just starting to feel the birthing and I'm getting excited about it. It's, it's here, it's here. So I think 2021 is going to be pretty exciting.
0: Well, you've always, health, wellness, Mm -hmm. we haven't always known as much I mean it's kind of one of these building processes, you know, you right. stack and because if we go back twenty plus years, we were attempting to do some things and you've got a history. I mean, you've written cookbooks, you've gotten cookbooks that are out and, and, and those so so you've always attempted <laughs> right to do that so really it's kind of a natural layer for you if it's a wellness type product it is and and you've always wanted to minister i'll go ahead and say this to to spirit and soul and and the body is part of that and so you've always really wanted to do that so i've kind of observed that it's really all the pieces kind of coming together for you, would Great. you agree with that? Mm. Yeah,
1: I would. And I know one of the questions you normally ask people when you start your podcast is give your elevator pitch. And we I didn't, didn't have, really i, didn't, have, I didn't, we ask didn't ask you that. that.
0: Oh my goodness! That's okay. <laughs> um,
1: so, what I feel like I am supposed to do um, is help people redefine life on their terms, and that is through redefining their identity. You know, because I kind of had to redefine that identity. I spent years as a mom. Then, you know, uh, doing the corporate gig. Now I'm a grandmom and I'm not doing the corporate gig, but I'm still doing things. I mean, I'm I'm redefining that identity. Um, Also by redefining legacy. I don't care what family you came from. I don't care what your background is. It doesn't have to continue if you didn't like it. And if you did, then make sure it does. If it is a beautiful legacy, then keep it going. But if it wasn't a beautiful legacy, um, then rewrite it. Write what you want, and um, and then redefining home. I mean, obviously, we have redefined home. You know, we at one point were in a 6,000 square foot home on the lake on a golf course with golf court car course blah, with all the trappings and all of that. But now we live in a motorhome. But I love my motorhome, I love my little tiny home on wheels. Except if you could see right now. All the baby toys laying everywhere because our <laughs> granddaughter is visiting. And so it's been, it's been, it looks like a toy shop exploded yeah, right the now. Pe- but.
0: <laughs> the people listening on audio, there is video of this. So there may, we may uh, be capturing the yeah. video also, but we've got a few little Christmas decorations behind. Mm. We've got a lot of toys right here. We're sitting at a table we've got with our, with our laptops <laughs> with all these contraptions and microphones. It's not always this way. It's typically much more. Much, lean. More lean Much more and lean and cozy. You know, before we, I want to move into the holiday season mm-hmm. and some of the things that you've always done. But before I do that, I, I want to, you mentioned redefining and and especially it seems like this is something that in the role you're in, you may be able to speak to really well. And I want to be cautious because I don't want to um, talk Poorly of myself. (laughs) (laughs) It, it would not be easy to be married to me. And so be careful, be cautious about how you respond (laughs) to this. But you would be a leader, a head of an organization, creator, builder in so many, in so many areas if you were not connected to me, but because you're connected to me, I have a lot of projects going and you sometimes naturally move into a support role. The role that you're moving into now is more of you're the head. Mm-hmm. And and so I'd love for you to talk briefly as nicely as you can about the challenges Of being that role, you mentioned mom and all that, but I also wanted to kind of throw in the role of wife Mm -hmm. and and business person to someone who's an entrepreneur like like I've always been. And then some of the challenges with that, but then also some of the things that makes it difficult for you to step out on your own now that you're doing that can you do that is that something you can do
1: well i'll address the second part first okay um, the stepping out on my own that has been a real challenge because still um i can have things time blocked on my calendar i can say this is when i'm doing my stuff but if the kids need something or you need something nine times out of ten i'm gonna oh i'll get to my stuff later and i bump it and i bump it and i bump it and that's not good when you're trying to build something. You've got to be a little bit selfish about your time, and it's not like I've always been selfish with my time. I've always been a supporter and given to you guys, so I think I've got to give myself per- permission to be a little bit selfish there. I'm still working on that because that's not necessarily the way I'm wired, yeah. um, you know. And recently, we've even been think- through things with both of our parents where they've needed help, and so I've bumped things for for me to t- do things for my mom or your parents or whatever um, because that seemed more important or the right thing to do at the moment yeah, and or,
0: or whatever. You could even go back to well before me. I want to kind of remove me mm-hmm. from the equation a little <laughs> bit if I can. Well before me, going back to, you know, the way you and your mother had a relationship and and that you really have most likely rarely had... Time for you, over the course of your life, would that be correct? I
1: mean, yes. Mm-hmm. Grew and, up very, very fast.
0: Yeah, young, had, had to grow up fast young. and young. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. For we've discussed it before, but your your mother there was um, a suicide attempt when you were 13 years old, and lost you,
1: my brother at eight. yeah, lost
0: your brother yeah. at eight, and a number of things that we've discussed in the past right. that that really have caused you to move into a role of almost a parent, nurturer, taking care of others. Mm-hmm. And and my observation, this is kind of the challenge that we have with our personality styles. I love when people do stuff for me. Um, <laughs> acts of service is my love language, and so when I've got someone who's willing to do stuff for me, I let them. <laughs> um, but but we're stretching ourselves and trying to do that. And even when I say no, you go do this first and block on your calendar. I notice that that really. You still are working through that, aren't you?
1: I am. Well, I'll give you an example today. I was actually working on something for a client and I was in the middle of it and you yelled back, Hey, do you remember where the business card is for so and so? And so you that you just wanted the business card and you wanted it as quickly as you could get it and you you know, and you weren't thinking about well, she might be in the middle of something, should I yeah. ask that and then I being me You just said, dropped everything and <laughs> Let me just go get the business card for him and then I'll come back and do my thing and I mean I should have said honey I'm in the middle of something could yep. can that wait 15 minutes 20 minutes I'll get to it but so it is definitely something that both of us are gonna have to learn
0: yeah.
1: a little bit better and our children too because they're kind of used to being able to this text is good and this is
0: some this is good for us after 32 years of marriage <laughs> airing something out live here while we're being recorded. Because I'd been thinking about that for two days, and so it was not urgent at all. <laughs> but I have this issue that my tone is just really like...
1: It's commanding. It com- can be commanding. I mean, not, not an ugly <laughs> way, but he's authoritative.
0: <laughs> People are saying, yeah, we've been listening to him for a little while, so...
1: Uh, and just, I mean, he's been kind of putting himself down a little bit, but it's been an absolute blessing to be married to you for 32 Woo, years. Thank and, you.
0: Thanks for... And- would not want it any other way. <laughs> <laughs> let's um, let's talk about a few other things and maybe kind of wrap some things together because what I really want to do is we want to start talking about kind of how we celebrate some holidays, okay. how that's changed. Mm-hmm. But before we do, we're just kind of like looking at what was going on in 2020. And we had.
1: Gosh, I thought we were past that now. Yeah. We have to keep talking about it.
0: <laughs> we had health issues with parents. Yes. And which we're obviously still working through. We had this pandemic thing, I, you know, that lockdown that we had to deal with. We had to travel a little bit and all that. So anything else, any other just lessons learned or things that you might say, wow, this is something that's good that I want to take forward or this is something I'd like to leave behind?
1: Well, I hope this doesn't get extremely controversial. I would love to take my freedom forward. I feel like a lot of freedoms have been willingly stripped, been stripped this year, and I do not take it lightly at all that there have been a lot of people that have been sick. I don't take it lightly that there are a lot of people that have died. Um, I don't take it lightly that this pandemic is worldwide, Uh, but you know what? I'm getting to the point that there's just some stores I will not shop in anymore because they're just downright rude at the door. and. Um, I've got a lot of common sense and we work hard to keep our immune system up and we wash our hands and we sanitize and we do all those things but I feel like sometimes that the authorities feel like we're not smart enough to do that and, and I'm sure there are people that maybe aren't I don't know but I would like to take my freedoms that I grew up with and take them into the future I look at what what is that what is life gonna be for Adoree is she gonna know people that still greet each other with a hug or are we not even gonna do that anymore because we're, we're huggers so I mean just stuff like that it just saddens me at the things that we don't do right now I mean even if you were coming up on the holidays and you know some governors have said you know no singing no no gatherings no more of than you know no people. more than 10 people so if your family's bigger than that forget it. I mean that's just that is so I, I I I understand it. So I hope nobody get upset. Don't don't send me letters or anything. But it I I grieve a little bit for what we've had to give up because of this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, and and I'll just go ahead and add to that. There definitely has been a pandemic that is some sickness and illness. I am shocked at how our government governments because in the United yeah. States, it states. I actually yeah. just heard something recently where in Australia, someone lied about coming in contact, and an entire region shut down when the delivery person lied that they had come in contact with it. So it's kind of like we have become hypersensitive, and I, and I do have a concern that maybe we've the pendulum has swung a little too far in an attempt to possibly protect, but yet we're losing quite a bit. And, and, you know, this could be controversial too. We live in an RV. We're looking for areas that we can go and be that there's maximum freedom and minimum government Mm -hmm. influence. And we hate, hate that some people would be upset about that. I would hope that that shouldn't upset people, but anyway, so that's, that's one thing. Anything else you've just kind of learned, picked up on or anything?
1: Um, I'm just, I'm ready for 2021. I mean, I think this is going to be a beautiful holiday season. We'll have fun. Um, but I'm, I'm ready for a new year. So,
0: yeah, I think a lot of other people are too. And so let's talk about, I've just so you know, I've already interviewed your children. And, and I haven't gotten to hear
1: that yet. So yeah, I don't know so what those, they said about me. So
0: those episodes have released. And uh, they talked about some of their favorite memories growing up and okay. how you decorated. Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't mention anything about the holidays about me other than some of the grumbling I would do when you would decorate 13 trees and <laughs> things like that. I'm not, So that's the memories they have of me? Is that what it is? <laughs>
1: yes, you heard him correctly. 13 trees. We had a, room, a tree in pretty much every room. Yeah. They were um, all kind of themed. I... I would sometimes decorate on Halloween. I always was decorated before Thanksgiving and they usually stayed up into January. One year, it stayed up till March because we kept we had some snows and it was so pretty outside. I wanted to keep it up. And then I think even one year we kept it up till May, May. but you know what? That year, you actually posted something on Facebook about, yep, still got our tree up, and somebody answered back and said, you just answered a prayer. I know.
0: <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I know,
1: because that would not normally, I mean, May was a little bit late. But anyway, but yeah, you kept it up and you posted, or we kept it up, you posted something and they answered back, and I can't remember what the prayer was if, or anything about it, but they said, you, by what you just did, you just answered a prayer that the Lord and I were. I
0: think what it was. So, was okay. it was Easter Sunday and we were still decorated for Christmas. Oh, okay. And I said, "Today we're celebrating the, the birth and, the, and resurrect. the resurrection of Jesus Christ." <laughs> <laughs> and someone said, "That was an answer to prayer." I don't know what their prayer was, but yeah. you know, as long as as long as we could be obedient to that, that's good. So, you know, we uh we, we, uh, part of our theme of Christmas when it was you in charge was go big or go home. <laughs> and so, okay. so, I and that. we went big. We've we got videos that are staggering. We the, had uh, uh,
1: about a 14 foot tree. Yeah. Once the topper was on there, the main tree, and yeah. Yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah, there, there. was greenery so, everywhere. It looked like you know, the North Pole exploded. It was pretty though.
0: Was, was, was some of that because of maybe the way you were raised?
1: Maybe, but I think some of it's just my creative side and I just love beautiful, I love things to be beautiful. I mean, even in our little RV, our daughter, when she walked in the other day, she's like, Mom, you need to do a, a, a tour of your RV for people because you've just got some of the cutest things sitting around. And I just, I like for my space to be beautiful. I like for it to nourish my soul. And so I think that's what I was doing in our homes. I just wanted it to be beautiful. And it's kind of cool that the kids, those are memories, because I guess those are things that I I wanted them to remember those things. and.
0: And what's interesting is that I... Do I grumble? Would grumble be a way? Well,
1: I think the grumbling was when you were carrying the 13-foot tree yeah. to up sit it up, and you were having to help do the lights on the tree, and you're like, I just want to hire somebody to do these lights. It's ridiculous, you know, and then you're helping me get that foot topper on top, you know, and I can kind of get it a little bit of why you were like, ah, but.
0: There was a little bit of danger involved, too, well, truthfully. Be, yeah, a little bit. I remember hanging, hanging from a <laughs> high ladder, stretching out, and it was interesting. But, but part of that is just the, um, and it goes back to what you mentioned is your kind of your theme now of what you're called to do. And it's kind of redefining life in in the home. Mm -hmm. And you have always, we've had people that walked into our small little home that we had when we first got married, all the way up to our big home, even to our RV. And I I do want to say we've had so many people request that we do a RV tour or videos or something like that. Mm -hmm. We are going to do that at some point, aren't we? We so, will
1: do that. We'll do it while it's decorated because there are some cute things. Yeah,
0: out there. and we will... Um,
1: minimal. We, I mean, minimal, but still cute.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like a tiny home on, on a truck chassis is yeah. what it is. But but we will do that. So keep an eye out for all of our socials and for yours. And we'll include all of those in in the links here. But we promise we'll do that. But, <laughs> but what are some things? Let's go ahead and talk about some practical things. Because you had... You always appealed with our homes to not just the visual but all of the senses Mm. Mm -hmm. and so and and it's evolved over the years i mean there's a lot of things i mean even to the essential oils that you have now we've got uh right behind us here it it just went off just a second ago but we've got a diffuser that's that's putting out some holiday scents and oils into the air so talk about just a few practical things you could tie in the oils with it if you would yeah. like, and then and then as and then we're going to move into start talking about twenty twenty one real soon here. So okay. just talk about some practical things for the home to set a mood in the tone because you are excellent at that.
1: Well, one thing that I've always done, I love smells because um, smells just bring back memories. They can calm us. They really help with our emotions. And so for years, early on in our marriage, I would have candles, and then I learned. The toxic side of
0: candles. So plus we had some white carpet there. Uh, plus we had white, that had
1: soot all around the edges of the walls, and I realized, oh, okay, these these candles and smoke are not good. Uh, so we moved over to essential oils and diffusers, and um, much much better. And now now we're using uh, the DoTerra oils, which very pure, and you actually can smell a difference. So um, so we've actually got three diffusers in our little RV. <laughs> No four diffusers in our little RV, um, and I have I have scents going all the time. So that is one thing. I always had. So an, one an quick ability. let me let
0: me ask you. I I put a few drops mm-hmm. of okay. the joy, the ones you advise me to. Holiday
1: joy and holiday peace. Yeah, so a yes.
0: little holiday joy, holiday peace yes. that just kind of filled Cinnamon the air and with what
1: and wild orange and fir and. You know, all the smell, the little vanilla, all the smells that you think of when you think of Christmas. Yeah. So,
0: So, okay, so Mm -hmm. we've got the scents. We've got those
1: going on. Another thing is that um, for years, like when ficus trees, so this will date us a little bit, when everybody had ficus trees in their home, you know, or silk trees and silk plants in their home, um, I would always have lights in them, even when it wasn't Christmas, just a strand of lights or something, just to do a nice little romantic um low light going on in the home and um and you can still do that. I mean, I've got candles here, but they're like, you know, battery operated on timers and and so I've got them going off all around the RV, so it's just this nice glow at night. Um as far as Christmas, one thing that made it really easy on me was I kept a theme. I kept a color theme so whenever i was out and about and there was something that i just really loved i knew if it wasn't in that color pattern then i just didn't even bother getting it because as long as i stayed within that everything worked together i didn't have a lot of, you know like they would get upset with me when i would tell them exactly what color wrapping paper they needed to use <laughs> under the tree so i might be a little over the top there you're but pretty
0: pretty tough with I, that too it's like hey we're not going red this year
1: burgundy But I stuck with burgundy, so y'all always knew that. You know. Anyway. But um, those, are, I think, are just a few things that just ambiance in the home. Oh, and sound. Um, So you can kind of see the TV behind me. The only thing we ever use that for is for a screensaver or to play YouTube videos of creeks or snow falling or things like that with... Jazz or classical or something. So we, we try to keep nice ambient music and sounds going as well.
0: Yeah. What does that do? You know, one, one of the things we did in Bible school, school, we learned more about spirit, soul, and body. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that I, you know, there's a term that we use a lot, which is nourish the soul. Mm-hmm. So talk a little bit about what all of that does to nourish the soul and and how when we're in the zone you know what that does for you and what you notice about me and how we respond we're a little bit disoriented right now because we've got a lot going on here right. and all but just talk a little bit about it because i think a lot of people may not understand why they go just play music um talk about well it.
1: i think when you take all the senses the sight the smell the hearing And we can even talk about tasting if you were looking at a plate of food or whatever. But if we look at all the senses, what you're doing is you're putting your body in a place of rest, a place of peace, um, so that um, you can be more creative. You can maybe tap into that inner voice a little bit better because when there's chaos going on around you, you know, dirty dishes laying here and dirty clothes laying there and blah, 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 blah. It makes it a little tough to sit down and be at a place of peace when you're thinking at the same time I really need to go wash those dishes, I need to pick that up, I need to do the laundry, I need to do. So if you can make your work area, make your children's study area, make your kitchen uh just a little bit tidier, um It just is easier to be at a a peaceful place. I mean, that's one thing that we've always done. We don't leave dishes in our sink at night. When we get ready at, at, at night to go to bed, we try to make sure everything is kind of picked up because it's in the morning when we get up, we're getting up into this beautiful atmosphere and it just starts the day off so much better than if I'm getting up into chaos with things laying everywhere. So my poor children were never ones that, you know, we didn't leave toys out a lot. We um, usually kind of did our little clean up time. Maybe if they were building something big with Legos or whatever, we would let the structure stand, but the work area around it needed to be kind of picked up so that when they came back, they could, you know, go back to work on it. But um, i don't know and maybe i'm just ocd i don't know maybe some people may be listening to this going she is nuts why but for our family we have learned that it really it feeds us and gives us a place to be more creative more contemplative i don't know did that kind of answer yeah it
0: does and uh i'm sure that there are some that are listening this and going "Ooh." That may not be me or probably. or no. I'm sure that you're that way, Glory, but Tim is probably a hot mess.
1: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I would be more the hot mess than he would. I thought I was a very organized person until I married Tim, and then his closet is like everything in rows and it's all color coded and it's, you know, cause he's an engineer. I mean, he, it's all laid out. He has never been one that I had to pick up dirty clothes off the floor or anything like that. So I'm very blessed in that. If you don't have a husband like that and he leaves things around, I, I understand it is a little bit tougher. Um, but you know what? You can also train your family too. Yeah. And I think, um, it may never be perfect, but they will begin to realize they sure like the way it feels And they'll make a little bit more of an effort to help you keep it that way. At least, I mean, it has for our family.
0: I know I, I mean, one of the things I love is a little bit of habit and routine. Mm -hmm. I love getting up in the morning. I like to get up a little bit before you do. Sometimes we're out of whack if someone gets up before the other. And I kind of get some coffee going and I'll start a diffuser and I'll get some of the, the, the music and the video going and just sit and kind of ease into my day and and I I think we really enjoy that I think we both that may be one of the bigger challenges with living in the RV when we're kind of both juggling that quiet time would that be
1: yeah probably because we used to each have an office and you know different floors you could be upstairs I would be downstairs you know and so we definitely had our space sure so we do juggle for that a little bit more here
0: sure if someone if someone were to ask you what's it like living in an rv what's your response
1: i mean i like it it's very cozy to me not a lot for me to keep clean necessarily um you know a few things that you miss dishwasher i would love to have a dishwasher that was a a nice um appliance that i do miss a little bit but you know what how often do we, I mean, once a day, wash them real quick, we're good. Um, sometimes when I'm cooking, I'd like to spread out maybe a little bit more, but this makes me just not go all over the top on recipes either. I try to look for things that are a little more one pot or easy or yeah. so that I just don't have things laying everywhere.
0: And, and I do think one of the things we've talked about, you know, this is a spiritual principle is that we really do believe that this is a God thing right mm-hmm. and so therefore us, yes yeah for us mm-hmm. not not everyone I mean everybody's right. got to do their own thing I think that the key is that everyone needs to listen to God and try and we've been attempting for some time to listen and hear right and we believe that we heard that we're supposed to do this right yes And so if we do that, then it needs to work out. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and also uh, I think this is kind of going back to something you said earlier. We believe that we're being prepared for something that we may not fully understand yet.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, and we'll see. We'll see what that does. It could be something coming in 2021. Are you excited about
1: 2021?
0: I am. What are you excited about?
1: Uh, new year, number one. Hopefully. Turn the page. Turn let's the let's move on. Let's, let's get, get on. 2020
0: behind. <laughs> <laughs> Hindsight. Let's uh, yeah. get it. Let's get it back.
1: <laughs> yeah, Attery is starting to be so much fun right now too. Um, she's really getting into it. She's so close to walking and um, she is so inquisitive about everything and she's pointing and mimicking. And, and so it's just really getting into a very fun stage with her. So I look forward to just doing a lot more fun things with her. Um, I'm excited about things that are both of our children and um and our son-in-law all that that they've got kind of going on in 2021 I think it's going to be a great year for them um I think we're still going to have some interesting things with uh parents uh we're just at that age I guess where you deal with some of that stuff and um you know so that's one thing that we're still working on. Uh, but then I'm very excited about what each of us are doing in business and, um, just the new clients that the Lord's bringing to us. And it's, I think it's going to be a great year. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of opportunities and, and a lot of things that I don't even think we know the answer, which is a little bit difficult for our personalities, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, we we kind of, I've talked a little bit about this in some other episodes, I think an episode that is going to be released the very end of the year about control. Mm -hmm. And you and I really do like to control situations. 2020 for not just us, but a lot of the world has been a little bit out of control. One of the things that we have discussed, this might be getting close to my last topic, but. One of the things that we have discussed is that there are very few things that we really can control and one of those is what goes in our mind and how we develop ourselves and you and i have talked about stretching ourselves at the young ages that we're at even more this right. next year and i'm just gonna i'm not gonna say anything else about it but i'd love for you to talk about some of the things that we or that you're working on and that we're kind of working on together to to do more to develop ourselves mm-hmm. as we head into year, just just talk whatever you want to share about that and we're getting close to maybe wrapping up here unless i think of something else
1: okay um well one thing is that for me um i had taken the strength finders personality assessment years ago and um that has kind of come back to me on uh, and, and i re- it's Gallup strength finders and I am really enjoying the study that I'm doing on that and learning that everything I do to honor those strengths. Hmm. I'm not looking at the things that I'm weak in trying to build those things up, which then could possibly make the things I'm strong in a little more mediocre. I'm looking to take the things that I am strong in and be amazing in those. That That's my genius zone. and that's the gifts God gave me, so let's use those. So that's one thing that I'm really studying. Um, I've, I've talked to you about those. My daughter is really studying it. I was talking to my son about it um, over the last couple of days, and um, I think he wanted to go back and revisit his strength finders and look at it and us discuss it a little bit. So that's one thing. Um, another thing that has really, uh, this, I guess this fall for me, has been looking at limiting beliefs that were probably set up when I was a young child or even generationally passed down, just limiting beliefs within my family or things that I saw and I made a belief out of that was not true and busting through those and getting free from those things so that I can move forward and be bigger and better and do more than I ever thought that I could. Um, So that's another thing that I'm working on. I, if you um, want a great book, I'm going to suggest The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. That book is phenomenal. Um, and it is an everyday life, not just business. Not It is everyday life. And just using that very slight edge, little bitty habits that we do or we don't do every single day. And so they're either, either moving us closer to success or closer to failure, one way or the other. And we've always said you're either growing or you're dying. There's no just status quo. You're not staying the same. Um, so those are a couple of things that I'm I'm working on, um, upping my reading.
0: Yeah, we've also so. talked about trying to work our schedule.
1: Oh, yeah, time blocking. Mm-hmm. Time
0: blocking. And, and one of the things we're attempting to do is block how much time every day? About
1: three hours every morning.
0: Yeah, for what? Go ahead and say what, um, what well, you're probably going to Well, we've got our
1: spiritual to... development, our personal development, just reading and taking knowledge and all that. Because if you're trying to give out of a cup that's empty, mm-hmm. you can't give out. You've got to fill that cup up in the morning so that then you can work with other people and give out to them. And if you just continue to try to give out, give out, give out, but the cup, the cup is just getting more and more depleted, you're exhausting yourself and you're not really helping anybody. So that's one of the things we're trying to get those cups good and full in the morning overflowing so that we've got plenty to give out to other people through the rest of the day.
0: Yeah. And you you and I, we're mature. We won't use the word older. We're mature. Mm -hmm. We've been through stages where we went 90 miles an hour, operated off very little sleep, Mm We've actually, the Lord has taken us through stages where he wouldn't allow us to do anything. We literally learned rest. And it really seems as if we're coming to a place in our life where we're starting to use a lot of those experiences. Mm -hmm. And we've really learned the need, the value of working on ourselves, as opposed to just having a task list and checking it off or, doing, 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 and, and one of the things we're learning more is the need for rest and sleep and the way we eat. And I don't know, you know, we've, haven't discussed this a great deal, but there was a period of time where we didn't think much about that. We were just going at it. Yeah. So is it safe to say that we're kind of taking that into 2021 yes. and really looking to feed ourselves more so that we have more to give? Mm-hmm
1: yes just to make sure that our bodies have what it needs to perform at the highest levels through supplements good food lots of water yeah limiting sugar you know different things like that yeah Well, i will say
0: that whatever you're doing you are getting better looking every day Thank you. i mean stunning thank absolutely stunning you, so you. there are a number of things that we can discuss i think we've talked about the holidays and as we head into 2021, but I I just want to ask, is there anything that you wish I would have asked you or that we would have discussed or something that I may have missed that you would like to, and then as we wrap up, I'm going to ask you to encourage people as we head into 2021. So, but is there anything that you wish I would have asked you or we would have talked about? Yeah, there's,
1: there's, um, I want to talk about a holiday tradition that we did. And then I also want to talk about something that we actually are doing, um, I guess we started a couple of years ago, but we're doing a little bit differently this year. Uh, So I'll talk about that one first. Several years ago, I had, you know, spent the days in the kitchen getting all the Thanksgiving food um, done, and we sat down to eat, and everybody kind of said, oh, this is nice. Thanks. And then the more they started talking about it, it comes out that nobody really likes the Thanksgiving (laughs) traditional food. Um, You never grew up on turkey. Your family grew up on chicken and dressing instead. Um, I think our son-in-law may have done more ham. Anyway, it was just, you know, I had done the turkey. I had done the ham. I had done all the stuff.
0: Well, and it was not only that, it was one of the things that bothered me is to see you work for two or three days for a payoff of a good meal, Mm -hmm. but it was just a lot of food and it was just like, I didn't really like to see you burdened and working that hard when kind of like everybody's going thanks yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and the kids all agreed with him and so i was like well which so- which make note of that
0: that was probably maybe the only time <laughs> the kids no, have all agreed what? with
1: me <laughs> um so anyway so i asked them i said would you guys prefer to um have something else so do you want christmas fettuccine i mean you know you want mexican what do you want and they're like yeah that would be great so we've done different type things for the last several years instead of doing the big holiday meal. And uh, so this year, we are, because we, we're in an RV, our son and daughter, our, um, my son's also in an RV and our daughter and her husband are in a hotel close by. So I don't have the big kitchen to do it, do everything. And so we decided, what if we just did small plates? We did like tapas. So we're doing tapas breakfast with some mimosas and things like that. And then we're going to later in the day do tapas type things that are kind of Thanksgiving themed. So my daughter and I are actually going to talk tonight about, ooh, what's the menu going to be? And we're just going to do little finger foods for for dinner. So, and they may still have some of those holiday flavors, but um, it'll be a lot easier. And we could just nibble all day and nobody's going to be in the kitchen for a long period of time. So that's something fun that we're going to do. And not
0: overstuffing ourselves. Right. And and a lot of cool flavors, going back Mm -hmm. to what you mentioned earlier, just good flavors, Mm. but not just stuffing. You hate to use the word stuffing around holidays, because literally that's what many of us do and have done in the past but just nice flavors and, you know, soothing to the palate and mm-hmm. all that. So I'm excited about it. I yeah. really am excited about that, that, so. that.
1: I think that'll be fun.
0: So that's good. What else? And then
1: the other thing is a tradition that we started that I had heard about before we ever had children and you and I discussed it. And we said, well, when we have kids, we're going to do that. And I think it has been one of the best decisions that we ever did. And this was that um, even when the kids were a little bitty, we would take money out of their bank couple of dollars whatever we would go to the dollar store and we would go up and down the aisles and i'm talking when they were toddlers i would still put them in the, the cart you know and run them up and down the aisles and say okay we're picking something out for poppy or for nanny or for granny or whatever and they would pick things out and we would go home and we would have a lot of fun wrapping together and As much as I like perfectly wrapped gifts, I would let them, you know, do their cute little baby gifts. And so that, that part was cool. But the really cool part is when it comes time to Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whenever it is that you pass gifts out, we always pass out to the person who is giving the gift, not the person getting the gift. So our son Joshua would have his little pile. Dulcie would have her little pile that she was giving. We would have our pile, whatever, we, always to the person giving the gift. And then we would start with the youngest. And the focus was on them. And they got to get up and take the gift to the person they were giving it to. And all the excitement was on them getting to give the gift. They loved it. And to this day, both of our children are givers they love giving gifts they like thinking about it they like doing things for people and i think a lot of that is because the focus was not all on what am i getting what i unwrap oh i've unwrapped everything where i want more where is it no the focus was on giving yes you got gifts too but it also spread out the you getting gifts because we're going around the room. And so you open a gift, but then you got to wait for everybody else to open a gift before it's time for you to open a gift again. But they would just be so excited about the gifts they were taking to your parents or my mom or whatever, and giving those gifts. And I just think that is just such a wonderful tradition and has worked really well in our family. And we always had a birthday cake for Jesus so that we didn't forget.
0: Because Jesus loves birthday cake. (laughs) I'm not a birthday cake fan. Mm, Well, you're not.
1: But anyway,
0: chocolate pie. I think Jesus would love a chocolate chocolate pie pie. or pudding. Forget the forget this pie shell. Just go straight for the chocolate pudding. So, (laughs) yeah, and I I'll I'll just go and piggyback on that that tradition. Maybe I think I think one of the kids actually mentioned that also when I interviewed them. But it, it may have been one of the more significant things that you implemented that we implemented. To just really emphasize giving versus taking, mm-hmm. which can be very irritating around the holiday season when there's all about get, get, get. Right. And I think that, you know, m- maybe this year things will shift just because of the nature of the year and all that's gone on. You know, I've got an episode that the last episode of the year is me uh, kind of encouraging and giving some and things that I think will help people as they head into 2021. Mm-hmm. Kind of the last question for you, can you just encourage people as they head into 2021, just something to lift up their spirit and or just speak to someone who's had a tough year and just tell them something about 2021 as they head into that, mm-hmm. as they head into the year.
1: No pressure. No,
0: just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Preach to him. Preach preach to him. him. Glorify him. I want you to glorify him. you know, we we are followers of Christ. So, um, and I know that the scriptures tell me that God is working everything out for our good, for those who love him. And so even when I'm in the midst of things and I don't understand what is going on, why this, why that, I just have to believe that he is somehow working things out for my good. And at the age that we are now, we have seen him do that enough times that it is getting easier to believe that and expect that. Because we've had a lot of questions in the past going on not understand. And then a year or so down the road, oh, okay, I see what you're doing there. Um, so that is one thing. And, you know, and if you're not a follower of Christ, hey, reach out to one of us if you want to know more about Jesus. We would be more than happy to talk to you about him. Um, and then the other thing is, you know, if you've been a follower of Tim's podcast, you know that his tagline is redefine success. And I told you that my tagline is redefine life on your terms. So Lord's really been working on us on the word redefine and that nothing is set in stone. Nothing is what it is, because somebody's told you it has to be that way. You can change everything I don't care if you've been through divorce I don't care if you've been through financial collapse I don't care if you have lost children I don't care if your children are wayward I don't care if you've been abused I don't care I mean all of that I'm not saying I don't care we love you and we do care but all of that what I'm trying to tell you is all of that you can rewrite that story you still have time to rewrite your story and come up with the ending that you want it to be and there may just be some tools and tricks that you need to help you get there and that is what we feel like we've been called to do with with Tim's podcast with with my website with the things that we're doing is trying to give people those tools that they need to be able to rewrite their story and get that happy ending that you wanted so mm-hmm. I hope that encourages you. And 2021 could be the year that you just take the big eraser and you erase a whole bunch of what the old story was and you rewrite a new story and you redefine yourself. So.
0: Yeah, that's very good. I mean, redefine, reset. I think so mm-hmm. many things are going to come out of, of this year. I encourage people to connect with you. And with all of my guests, and I should especially do it with my wife, if you want to be glorified, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you verbally tell people where they could connect with you mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever you want to tell them, websites, socials, whatever you would like right. to do. So how can people get in touch with you? And, and especially if someone's interested in, in the oils, they've been a blessing to us. Right. We believe it's one of the reasons we've maintained our health mm-hmm. throughout all this ugly that's been going on and energy levels and also share some of that on how people can get in touch with you and i'll just do a quick wrap up and we will finish this episode
1: well probably the easiest thing is just go to my website which is liveglorified.com. so l-i-v-e g-l-o-r-i-f-i-e-d dot com and if you go there then you can use a contact form to get in touch with me if you would like to there is also um where you could request samples if you'd like to request uh to just try some oils before you buy some oils. Uh, there's also, um, a tab in there on if you just, if you wanted to work with me and, and you wanted me to help you to help your family get onto a, a healthy oil journey, a health journey. Um, and then I'm adding articles. I'm adding, um, other things, I've got my cookbook links to my cookbooks, um, which when he mentioned cookbooks earlier, those are cookbooks for people who have food allergies or restricted diets, so they're a little bit more niched, but they're on Amazon. You can find me there, Glory Winders. Um, and also all my socials are linked on my website, so it's probably the easiest for you just to go and uh, click on those from the website. So that is probably the easiest way to get me.
0: Yeah, and it-
1: I'm on the, I'm on Pinterest and. Instagram and Facebook and
0: Yeah. If there's if there's someone listening in, we've actually had this happen quite a bit over the last few months. Glory, if someone's just listening in and they said, Wow, I would just really like to connect mm-hmm. with you and, you know, have some messages back and forth or get on a short call or something like that. You would be open to that wouldn't yes. you? To pray yes. for someone or just yes. to help minister or if someone says, Hey, what's it like to live in an R V or Is Tim really as awesome as he seems?
1: (laughs) Yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) So, so anyway, so connect with her there and glory. I love and adore you.
1: I love you too.
0: And thank you for taking the time. And, uh, you know, interestingly enough, some people are excited to speak with me. For some reason, you just don't seem to be excited (laughs) about being on the podcast as much. I don't know what it is. So what I would love to do Mm -hmm. is for those of you listening in, if y'all want to get more glory, I just want a write-in campaign in all the socials, in the comments underneath this episode, just overwhelm her with the need to participate in the podcast more. So, Glory, thank you. I appreciate it. I just want to encourage all of you as we're, if you're listening during the holiday season or whenever you're listening to this episode, the episode next week is what I've defined as, what I've really titled as redefined Success 2021. And I'll be going over five keys that I believe that everyone needs to apply as we head into 2021 And so you're going to want to listen to that plus there's something very unique That i'm doing with that episode so subscribe Or wherever you subscribe make sure you're opted into our email list so that you are aware when it comes out Because i'll give you just a little glimpse that I am I will reveal how you can connect and be part of a redefine, redefined success coaching that we're gonna be doing in early part of 2021. And you may, you may be part of some of the episodes that we have in 2021. So make sure that you listen to next week's episode. I wanna thank Glory again for participating. And listen, if you are listening around the holidays, early part of 2021, just have a blessed time, relax. This is a year of, 2020 is a year of reset, redefining, and I know Gloria is in agreement with me. We just want the best for anyone that is hearing this, watching this. Just expect great things and just go out and be all that you were created to be. Thank you for listening.
1: Merry Christmas.